I'm putting this on just because. Is, is this it? Well, part of it, just because uh, a main a main feature of the road is that like the the unnamed apocalyptic incident is like a mass fire. Mm-hmm. Basically, everything is like gray and ashy. Mm-hmm. And over the last two days, <laughs> the, oh, the air quality yes. index has been like dog shit. Yeah, I was been... like driving here tonight and I could hardly see some of the buildings of like the city downtown. Yeah, it's crazy. I so mean, I was like, oh, it's the road. It's happening. <laughs> the other day I woke up, it's like around eight in the morning and I went to go to the coffee shop and I'm like rubbing my glasses. Like, What's going on? <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, weird. It's, it's pretty bad. Is it bad to be? At, people say don't be out there. Yeah, That's we, what, I mean. Is it bad? The, the the first day, I think the first day, like two days ago when it was really bad, mm-hmm. like I walking from my car to like the grocery store and then back and then to my apartment, I, I got there and I was like, like I could, really? I could like yeah. taste something. It just, there was just like a sootiness that I tasted and I was like, oh, this is because I, yeah, I got out and I saw it and it was like super hazy. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. I feel like I read mm-hmm. something about some wildfires in Canada, but I didn't, I didn't. I thought too, that was like last month. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, no. What do you think it is? Do you think it's wildfires? It's it's the, the CIA weather machines. Yeah. The, what's it called? The, the Hins... Uh, there's some sort of name H- for the... The Hins, Hinsberg? The <laughs> Haps... The, the, the Hadron Collider? The, the Habsburg... <laughs> <laughs> Empire of Austria? Yeah. We're, yeah. But, I mean, I look at it, and it just sits there. I mean, there's wind... I don't know. I'm just surprised it's, it's not just moving. not moving. Yeah, it's, it's very Stephen King again, The Mists. You ever see that movie? Oh, no, it's but I good. know the twist. So, I know so that. It's, you should watch it because it's good, but it's filmed like a Hallmark movie. It's really? really po- I would say, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> about film technical stuff, but it looks uh, yeah, like like like, like standard a, definition shot for like a made for TV. Yeah, movie. it's it's not even the standard definition, but that it's See, weird. It's well, you know how the Netflix movies have a certain yes. feel to it. Mm-hmm. This has a made for TV feel. For yeah, it from two. I guess it came out. If I had to guess, two thousand four. Re- okay, is a guess that I'm. Isn't there like out a right mist now. from like the eighties? Yes, like- I think there's a couple. This is. I'm thinking. Um, when they came out within the last twenty years, I I don't know if I could name anybody in it. Yeah, except one dude, but I can't name him. Well, it's funny that we're because we were kind of talking about The Shining too. Mm-hmm. Uh, very famously, Stephen King did not like the casting of Jack Nicholson. He didn't really care for the movie because it wasn't really aligned with his vision. There is like a made-for-TV movie version of The Shining that is like 
Stephen King had his hands in and was like a part of. And is it Dookie? It's so bad. Is it? <laughs> did, did Stephen King have anything to do with the it made for TV movie? Oh, with like with like Tim Curry? Yeah, because oh, that was I don't know. Dookie too. But that one kind of fucked me up when I was younger. There's see, that's the thing. There's like iconic moments that everyone is like, yeah, no, the it. It's Stephen King's It with Tim Curry is great. It's amazing. And what they're really thinking of is like a, f- a handful of scenes with the clown. Yes. Because I, I've seen clips of like the end of that and it's like the, the monster is like a big like spider or some shit and it's like stop motion animation and it just looks kind of bad. You know, it, it, it straight up is bad. Yeah. But it's a memorable movie, mm-hmm. if you can call it that. Because it was made for TV, right? Yeah. It, was, they yeah. Didn't, it didn't go in theaters or anything. No, I don't think um, so. Yeah, smoke is weird. Um, what else? What's new? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, let me let me consult a list. You got the list this week? Okay. I've got a list. Oh, yeah. The first thing I was going to say is that I'm tired of these <laughs> microaggressions. Towards you? So this podcast goes out to a man who watches Ghetto Gaggers and makes jokes about Asian people on podcasts. Hold up. You didn't see this. Well, so, I, 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 I'm, I'm confused. I, I okay, don't know where okay. we're at. So I'm referencing something <laughs> that happened. By the time this comes out, it'll be like way dated. But give me the medium you're, you're working with. Um, so this is indie musician podcaster beef. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so far removed from it. So I'm, I'm excited to give some takes on it. Okay, okay, okay. Basically, this is all of like the indies. This is like this is WWE mm. for like rich lib art girls mm, who like yeah, base their personalities on like musicians. I know a lot of those. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the rundown is Maddie Healy from the 1975. Are you familiar with that? Oh, band? I know the ta- I know some Taylor Swift action here. Yes. Is yes. this what you're going for? It's it's. Well, it kind of died down because okay. they the, Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy reportedly split up. Mm-hmm. The the fires were kind of dying, and then this the fi- the Canadian fire. This <laughs> and the smoke is here. Yeah, we this, is, this, this is the afterburn. Uh, uh, <laughs> this this woman at I think it was Glastonbury. Uh, her name is Rina Sawayama, but she starts a song and she's doing some sort of like. I, I, I think it's like a corn song that's playing <laughs> behind her. Good Lord. And she's like, she's, she's riffing on a, a corn freak on a leash and, and she's singing over it. Well, she, so she starts out the set by, uh, complaining about Matt Healy on this podcast, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's so funny to like use this sort of like social justice language to talk about like, some guy who said something on a podcast that like, yeah. Cause okay. So let, let's, let's rewind for yes. some context. My understanding. So when this was going down uh-huh. two weeks ago, would you say, or is it going down? Currently? This has been ongoing. So this is ongoing. I only know about this because my for you Twitter, you know how you have the for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My for you for when this was in, in heat, uh-huh. when the dog was in heat was Matt Healy, Taylor Swift, Ian miles, Chiang, 
Oh, that dude. That dude and Andrew Tate. That's all I saw on my forehead. Yeah. I, I don't follow any of this. <laughs> but and it I was just thrust it upon you. Just needle injection of those uh-huh. three people for some reason. You're doing the, the clockwork orange. Your eyes are <laughs> yeah, pried open. And I, and I, just... I can't get enough. It's crazy. So that's that's the context I know. Okay. Uh, he was he, he was on a podcast. He was on the Adam Friedland show, and formerly he, known as Cometown. Yes. And he said some stuff about... Like punching Taylor Swift? No. He didn't actually say a lot. A lot of it was like Nick and Adam Mm -hmm. kind of egging him on and making jokes. There was like a there was like a joke where Nick said that Ice Spice, he's like, Who's Ice Spice? Is that like some chubby Chinese lady? Mm. And everyone But it's like Maddie Healy got roasted for the jokes that like Nick made. What what was the was the the issue chubby? Because she's, I don't know, she's like kind of, she's <laughs> ethnically ambiguous, I yeah, guess. Yeah, she's got um, carrot top hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyway. I, I, I mean, I've seen her videos. Oh, okay. Of her doing her thing online. But it's just like, I, to me, they're all just like rich kid industry plants. Is, like, like this you're saying Rima's, ice spices. Yeah. Okay. Like you, you look up any of these people's names and then you add like parents behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's like Ice Spice's dad was a underground rapper. It's with that It's actually yeah. Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like her dad is like an underground rapper who has like access to recording studios and connections. And this Rina Sawayama lady, her mom is like an interior designer. And either someone was racist or someone was telling the truth, but it said something about her dad working at Sony. I don't know how true that is. Like <laughs> just been being racist. <laughs> yeah, right, she's right. Asian. She's like, it was Samsung. You it was, motherfucker. <laughs> but it's actually like, you couldn't find anything about her dad. It would just say her mom and her father broke up when she was young. And it doesn't say anything about what her dad actually does. It's, weren't they trying to ID the pilot on the Lolita express? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's, that would that's be wild. The con- Content, uh, or context there. All yeah, right. I got a clip for you though. Yes, yeah. Wait, hold up. Do you hear a, a little buzzing occasionally? I think it's because my phone is okay. plugged in. I just wanted to check on yeah. the electronics. Yeah, I think we're good. Clip me down. Sick and tired of these microaggressions. Microaggressions. Um. So tonight, they got deaf tones in the background. Oh, it's the corn. He said. The corn is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, wow. nobody owns their masters. Like, Taylor Swift is going through it right now because, mm-hmm. like... She needs more cash. Yeah, well, now now we get Taylor's version. Oh, oh so she's been silent. She's this is a full gossip podcast. Yeah, I, I, I'm feeling gossipy. Yeah. Um, I, wanted to start, I wanted to start the whole thing off with the whole, like, microaggression. Yeah, well, I, you caught me off guard. Like, <laughs> I'm like, have people been saying something? Have we been using a word? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, my... Um, I just thought it was, like, so insane to... I mean, the, the posh... To try to be epic. Yeah, and the, the British accent on yeah. top of it. The, the British... <laughs> The British, gaggers. Yeah, the British enslaved my ancestors, <laughs> so I I have no sympathy for them. Because um, that's I don't. There's tiny island. Let it inbreeding maybe has happened in the past, but there are dialects, and I can't really tell them apart. But that sounds like a posh London accent. Yeah, it really does. It doesn't sound like some sort of northern uh, English. Yeah, she's like she's like <laughs> born know. in Japan and then moved to London when she was like ten. Mm. I don't know. 
I read I read up way too much about <laughs> yeah, no, right some on. lady. Um, did you end up looking up anything about this Russia Wagner coup? <laughs> I mean, very funny. No, no, not funny, but ob- insane, right? Insane. So I, I kept I, seeing like him being referred to as like a hot dog guy. What's his name? Pre Pre Goslin. Goslin. Is that his name? I don't know. What a fancy lad name that it, is, He looks like a mix of um, uh, Manfred von Karstein from Warhammer <laughs> and um, Bar- the, the, the Baron Harkonnen in, um, <laughs> in uh, Dune from the 80s from okay. David Lynch. Okay. Uh, bald guy. Russian. But here's... Uh, I'm, I'm not a true conspirator conspiratist conspiratorialist uh but i mean this this military thing happened in like 12 hours yeah like yo man we're marching on moscow what like what like what do you think's going on because i i was talking to a buddy i have we he introduced a theory not that we believe it okay just you know just for posterity yeah Uh, yeah yeah but it why? <laughs> like, like, wh- like, what do you know? I'm curious. What do you know? What do you think um, coming from your unique background? I, I don't know. I think, I think the, I think Russia has like broken people's brains the last like six or seven years now to the point where like, I get the impression that like most left of center people would like cheer on anything that would take down Russia or mm. like attempts to. So I feel like there's a lot of like, like people went really hard on like putting the Ukrainian flag in their bios after yeah. like the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which again, I've really followed like hardly any of it, save for like the few videos I've seen on Twitter of just like just random war footage that oh, people have shot on their cell phones of like people dying. <laughs> right. Just a, or I've seen thousands of the, uh, the drone, the drone grenade drop. Have you seen those? No. Wait, maybe, oh, maybe I have. You must have. Hope <laughs> don't if you haven't. But they, zzz, you know the drones you can fly. Yeah. You haven't seen this? They tie grenades onto it. T- <laughs> don't laugh. Okay, then, okay, okay, okay. I'm very solid. And then um, they just hover them over the trenches and just drop grenades. Oh, I feel like I've seen dudes in trenches before, so maybe oh, I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, and and they play. Fortunate son. Just no, they play Eastern European like rock. Pop, oh, like yeah, just good old like Eastern European. Yeah, it's like, crazy. House and music. then it's uh, they have they have like watermarked Ukrainian battalion killers. Yeah, crazy. yeah. Um, yeah, or 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 I'll I'll see like a random photo of like a Ukrainian soldier either talking or like doing something. And someone in the comments will point out that they're wearing some like esoteric Nazi patch. Yes, and. To the point where, like, I feel like there was an article that literally, like, blurted out. And people were like, hey, what's that What's that blurred out thing? Yeah, they're like, oh, nothing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you see him just goose-stepping behind. You're like, oh, yeah. no. I mean, but I, Zelensky's <laughs> cool. Zelensky's, he's like an improv guy. Yeah, he's got that green shirt. Um, no, I mean, they should... I'm just so anti-war. It's it's very it's very disgusting. Yeah. Um, well, it's just a, pro- I don't like, it's a proxy I don't like war seeing for people, us. I don't just, like seeing people die kids it's pretty rough yeah but here's my theory with this wagner bullshit yeah um i think this is just a (laughs) it's pr (laughs) it's it's some sort of russian it's all orchestrated by the russians bro 
You know what I'm saying? Because there's no way. Putin really needed a win, so he's like... It just it legitimizes the private military company of Wagner. They have more... Now they're more of like a de jure... Instead, they're not as much of a contractor anymore. They're like, oh, I've heard of you. They demand, like, they just, they had their, again, listen to me. I'm a, I'm a doctor of this stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they demanded their shit and they pretty much just got what they asked for, which I don't really know what that is. Um, well, it's like a coup. You think the coup would be, <laughs> but, it, but if it was a true threat. Yeah. And those dudes would be wasted. And Priz, exactly. And Priz Goli, whatever his name is, is trying to march on Moscow. They don't have an air force. Yeah. They are claimed to be like pulling dudes from Syria to come back to. There's no way these the those these Wagner Bros are taking over Moscow when the Russians have like Su thirty three fighters, whatever. Yeah. They could so, 2018. Um, Russia is in Syria. Yeah. United States are in Syria. They have this sort of uh, pact. Don't, hey, let's not kill each other. We're here doing our thing, blah, blah, blah. This is, and um, there's this oil field. The Wagner dudes start attacking the oil field, but it's American-held base. Right. And, and, and they get on the horn, hey, motherfuckers, is this you? Because if it is, <laughs> stop, because we're going to kill you. Um, and they go, no, no, it can't be us. It's not us. It is. <laughs> and... <laughs> They and there's like 500 Wagner casualties and zero American casualties because they're just using advanced weapon system, just just an air force, just just yeah. looking at dudes in a thermal camera and just and like, pressing a button and wiping them all out. And that's essentially if there was a true threat of them walking to Moscow, they could just do that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. That's that's my theory. Not not even my theory. I think that's an interesting thing to think about because now it just legitimizes the wagner group i don't know what that even means yeah um because my understanding is that it's mostly just volunteers and criminals who work for (laughs) wagner they just recruit poor people and offer criminals a way out of jail well at least they're doing war correctly like everyone else (laughs) yeah um find your poorest dumbest people and offer them uh, you know this could be an awful take but i mean i it's just it's weird because it lasted less than a day. Yeah, it was like hardly a news cycle to yep. the point where like I feel like it started and it was done, and I had no idea what was going on yes. by the time it was done. The ugliest shit were the people online who were like, "Let's go, Wagner Group." Yeah, let's go. Well, that's that's, that's like, like the what sort are you of like talking about that Russian derangement. Just like, are you really that mad that Hillary lost? Mm. That you're just like. Anything that that is yeah. bad that happens to Russia, you're for, even if it's like perpetrated by people who are objectively worse than yeah, the Russians. They're, they're yeah, yeah, conscripting poor Mongolians to go yeah. die by drone bombs in the in the trenches. <laughs> yeah. Like sweet, there was like some article, some like you know clickbait, you know chum feed article that was like. Uh, you know, it's like Putin's days are numbered, and I didn't even click on it. I was like, I doubt that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, sure I really it has. I'm sure so. he's been alive for a certain number of days. If, that, if it was like, yeah, if it was a real threat, those dudes would be wiped out by yeah. now. Just get, just go, just get out of it. Do you think people are going to think we're Russian sympathizers? I don't know what people are going to think. Uh, All I of was, our listeners. <laughs> well, I was thinking about that today because. <laughs> uh, because this is going to be going on a feed that already has episodes on it from like mm. years ago. So some of my friends are probably going to get notifications like, oh, there's a new episode. Yep. 
And they're going to be like, what? Is, these guys are talking about Russia for 20 minutes. What is, what is <laughs> yeah. this shit? Yeah. No, I mean, I did, what else is there to talk about? I know. Um, it was Mad Men. There's Mad Men. Wait. Let me just do one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To just... I'm going to let you spit. I'm going to sing a song in Russian. Do it. Okay. Do you know Russian? How much Russian? You, you are a Russian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe the, we are. This is a traditionalist. This not. Tra- this is a traditional Russian song. I'm going to see if I can remember the words. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to put on performance for you. What the holy shit? Yeah, I studied Russian in school. Whoa! <laughs> I don't know how accurate that was to the original Katusha song. What song was that? Katusha. Is that like a national anthem of theirs? Is there like a musical or a, these, a these, There's a term called, I think it's Narodni, which is the people, the folk. It's like oh, a folk song. That's cool. That's so, crazy. So think about War and Peace era, people dancing around to that. I think it's War and Peace. Maybe it's after that. Okay. Maybe it's maybe early 20th century. But I just wanted to put that down and say, no, we're not Russian sympathizers. <laughs> <laughs> we're anti-war um, but yeah, just crazy craziness going on over there. Yeah. I'm curious what my, um, comrades think. <laughs> anyway, continue uh, Mad Men. Yeah. I, I wanted to surprise you with that. That was pretty sick. Consider <laughs> me surprised. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we are 10 episodes into Mad Men and, uh, it, it seems like a show that, either wouldn't get made today or wouldn't do well if it was made today. Yeah. Um, little background. I was telling you to just watch it because yeah. I've, I've been crushing it and I've been enjoying it. I didn't watch it when it first came out. Same. I was I was younger when it came out, like 15 years ago now. 2007, I believe, was the first season. Okay, so yeah. I, I just couldn't, I wouldn't be able to really relate to it at all yeah. in, in any way, shape, or form. Um, but now I'm watching it and I love it. Um, I think the only way they could make it now is play it off as look at these giant issues that that were so bad you know yeah like you could I, you could, they, they could try some with that but it kind of does that though i mean you it, it doesn't just put it on a plate for you but like you know the the sort of time period accurate you know women in the workplace you need to be at home to yeah. make me dinner like it's not like beating you over the head but it's like it's something that you extrapolate from the show you're like oh wow this is yeah and some of it is extreme i'm like was it really that bad yeah you know in terms of the drinking at work the smoking <laughs> yeah. and th- you'll you'll get some more scenarios where you're like really i love that peggy is like getting uh an iud inserted and like the doctor like lights a cigarette at yeah no, literally it's, as he's it's, doing it's great and it's so like but I think what I was talking about mm-hmm. is, is less like content and more just like structure and form where like you'll go a couple episodes and you won't see or hear from like Peggy really at yes. all. And yeah. like the first episode, I, you, you really get the impression that Peggy is going to be like a central character. And mm-hmm. I, I know she is. Yeah. But it's like you, re, you kind of get a lot of Peggy story and then you don't see her for a few episodes. And I, I feel like people today, like modern audiences would be like, this show is so slow. Yeah. Um, especially because the content isn't the only, I can see parallels between this and game of Thrones where, mm. you know, you won't see, but that's what my girlfriend said. That's funny. Th- that there's, you mentioned yeah. That. There's so many characters in that. You hear that wrestling? Yeah. Okay. I was just checking, but game of Thrones, it's so 
hedonistic and there's so much yeah. shit going on violence that um you kind of forget about it but this is just some um old heads talking pretty much yeah, yeah. old heads now but i'm thinking oh i wish i could talk to my grandparents like it was i'm like how how real is this you know yeah it's like um yeah it's 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 interesting it's very good um i like roger sterling Oh yeah! Again, the the more you watch the show, it is. It's so funny. So what? What has happened? Has has any been? Has anything been revealed about anybody's past? So uh, we watched the episode where the hobo comes to Don, like mm -hmm. old Dicky Dicky. What's his last name? Whitman. Dick Whitman. Mm -hmm. Uh, the the there's like a hobo that comes and his mom like makes him dinner and and the 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 kid's like oh or the hobo says something to the to the extent of like oh you know your your mom seems like a lovely lady you should try to be like her and he's like he's like that ain't my mom don't you know i'm a whore child yes <laughs> yeah uh the hobo was played by the reverend from the sopranos have you watched oh, the sopranos wait the um the guy who will go over to yeah, the, the, the house when Tony's away. I, I the can't, pastor, I pastor can't, I can't Pete or some shit like that. Or what, what's the wife's name? Carmela. Carmela. Yeah, they they have some some tension going yes. on. Um, he spends the night. He gets drunk. Yes, he's embarrassing to himself. I yeah yeah I, yeah. Because yeah. Matthew Weiner, who he's the like, writer director, he was, but he's a Sopranos veteran. Oh, he's 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 on the he does something with. He's like the showrunner. That's what I thought. Okay, of, yeah. of Mad Men. Yeah. yeah, his son is in it, right? Is it? Maybe you haven't met the, the 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 neighbor boy. Have you met the neighbor boy? The one that gets a lock of her hair. <laughs> yeah, I think that's his <laughs> yeah. son. Oh, really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, we just we watched that episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Some some weird shit. Uh, I really we the one that we watched prior was the one where like uh, Roger like makes a pass at Don's wife. <laughs> and so yeah, Don, yeah, yeah. you know, logically, very clearly gets mad at her for leading him on. Yes. Yeah. And then they, he takes him to, he kind of like, okay, I'm going to embarrass this guy. Mm -hmm. Takes him to dinner. They like eat like six rounds of oysters, drink martinis. Yeah. And then he pays off the bellhop to like make the elevator out. Mm -hmm. So they have to take the stairs and then they get to the big meeting and Roger just vomits on the floor. Yes. yes. Uh, I like Pete. Pete Campbell. I like him. As a foil mm. to Don, he yeah, Pete Campbell is a funny character. I work with a guy who reminds me of Pete oh, Campbell in terms, like in appearance or like attitude. I've never seen him before. <laughs> I just in, in attitude. Oh, okay, okay. I, guess I, I just <laughs> work all like, online. I just <laughs> yeah, talk. Right. I don't. I could be talking to a language learning model all day with people. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Even <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, they programmed a, a Pete Campbell in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he uh, he adds texture to the show. For He's sure. such a Weasley little <laughs> shithead. <laughs> They're all so bad, relatively yeah. relative to. Well, it's so funny because my girlfriend know. will be like, "You like that guy?" Every time Pete does something horrible, mm -hmm. it's like, she's like, "You like that guy?" And I was like, "They're all yeah, like, they're all shitheads." Yeah, they're I mean, all he's terrible. not even. If anything, he's. Yeah, I mean, they're all bad. Maybe not uh, Cooper. I don't think he. Oh, like the old guy? Yeah, the other partner. I don't know how much shit he 
gets into. I'm not I'm not spoiling okay. anything. You there was just, one where the one I think he gives like Don a twenty five hundred dollar check for like a bonus. Yeah. But he basically tells him he's like, Yeah, you know, I see a lot of I see a lot of me in you and then he like describes a sociopath. Yeah, and then he gives him the Ayn Rand book. Yeah. The, Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like, take take a dollar ninety nine out of that twenty five hundred and go buy yourself a copy. And my girlfriend was like, books were a dollar ninety nine. Yeah. It's like yeah. I mean I, I looked I mean, up the Cost of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's essentially for every dollar is ten times. It was ten times. <laughs> so twenty five hundred is twenty five thousand. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's like a part where Pete's like talking to his wife, and he's like, "You know, honey, I only make seventy five dollars a week. Mm-hmm. That's probably like seventy five hundred in like inflation, right? Or seven hundred fifty. Seven fifty. Yeah. Seven fifty. Yeah. Or like, yeah, he's like his salary's thirty k, and that's like the highest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. But I mean, yeah, the, the they're they're making cash. Stick with it; it gets really it, no. It, I, I, I yeah, gets, we're going to. I, I I just like the the scenes, the 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 clothes they wear. Not necessarily the business clothes, but the casual wear. It's all very. Yeah. And I know that's what people talk about. Just the the places they go to drink, and it it is oh, yeah. it does look very cool. Um, in my when I was growing up, my parents uh, we lived in that modern house. Like oh. all all the shit I grew up, I, it just looked. That's what my Oh. childhood home look like so that's yeah. funny yeah um also i love that the the la noir guy is in it have you ever, play, you ever played that game i know about it i've not played it no so la noir is like it's a rock star game yeah it's like a story-based detective game right yeah but the guy who plays ken the he's like the yeah. author yeah the, the writer slash account man yeah, he plays Cole. His motion capture is used for the game L.A. Noir. I could see it. Yeah. So it's like as soon as I was like, "Why does this guy look familiar to me?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, it's because it's it's the dude that they <laughs> yeah. mocapped for L.A. Noir." I like how Pete Campbell's supposed to be like twenty five in that first season. <laughs> He's like a baby. Yeah. It's also, crazy. Allison Brie. I didn't. I forgot that she was in that she show. She is. I don't. Who's I, that? She, the uh pete's wife okay she went on to play uh what's her oh god i can't remember her name uh annie in community never seen oh you've never seen community Mm -hmm. oh you should watch community Mm -mm. but (laughs) (laughs) i don't know know anything about it uh early like donald glover he's um chevy chase is in it donald glover the rapper Uh uh-huh okay he started out he's really funny on community he's incredible on that show but, oh, well, I do know about that show. Yeah. Yeah, I could put it it's in my It's like head. Dan Harmon yeah. made it. That, but I did notice, because I, I think the pilot for Community was probably shot around 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that, like, I've seen significantly less of Pete's wife, but I have heard her, like, in voiceover. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they just, like, I don't know if they get divorced or what happens. I feel like she's not in, because she's in Community, like, full time. So I know at some point she's going to exit Mad Men, probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm not. I haven't finished it. So, okay. Okay. Um, I'm on season five. Okay. I've so been able to watch. I, I was just crushing through it, but this was a very heavy real work week, so I've been able to like watch <laughs> it <laughs> and work. Sweet. Good. You know. Good recap. Go back and edit out anything that um, yeah. <laughs> it might flag us, <laughs> get us demonetized, or just looked into for uh, yeah. sy- sympathetic views which don't exist. Yeah, 
you can be interested in the uh, Russian language and not support yeah. their um, invasion. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't support any of it. I'm not like I don't. I don't treat war like like in a like a Marvel movie. The good guys and the bad guys. And it's like that shit is far more complicated. Mm-hmm. And I'm like slower to react than people that are just like. Okay, well, if you don't put this flag in your bio, that means you're a literal yeah. piece of I mean, garbage. I haven't taken the black square off my <laughs> Facebook. You, you post it every day. Yeah, so <laughs> that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, I mean, I did see... <laughs> we can just continue on to the uh, main subject. Yeah. I was just going to bring up Greta Thunberg <laughs> was oh. in Kiev today. <laughs> I really? Don't, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I just, <laughs> again, my Twitter feed is just... Um, was she the ghost of Kiev? Yeah, she was flying that MIG around and just blowing shit up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's uh, continue to the meat. Yeah, the real... What? What the people crave. Yeah, we'll just put a little... Uh, time mark skip to here yeah yeah i'll put that in the episode description so (laughs) or end here (laughs) either or uh what order do you want to go in old to new new to old so we could do either okay i will have probably more to say about one than the other you're talking about typo negative i'll probably have more to say about that same so let's let's do the queens of the stone age record first okay let's do that which is interesting because I, I don't know if I've ever listened to them before. This. Okay, um, I know what's what's the melody of that their big hit. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. the, one of their big hits is like threes and sevens, which no, was on like Guitar Hero. Okay, I definitely shredded that on Guitar Hero yeah. a long time ago. Uh, um, no one knows. Is that's big, the one. So I definitely know boom, that one. Deep, boom, deep, yes, deep, yeah. yes, yep. Yeah, uh, and what's really interesting is I was uh, at work today. I listened back to uh, episode six of this show's f- previous mm. incarnation, and I reviewed uh, Queens of the Stone Age's album Villains from 2017. Okay, and I found myself feeling very similar, where it was a record that I really wanted to like. But it just kind of, it just, it, it treaded water. It was par for the course. Mm-hmm. Wasn't anything more or less than what they've always kind of yeah, put that's, out. Like, again, I'll preface it with, I don't, I'm not too, I don't know too much about them, but it didn't seem like it, they were reaching for the stars. No. A lot of, but I, th- I mean. They're, they're, it had like cool moments periodically. Yeah, they, they have their sound. Yes. They're successful. Yeah. So they're sticking with it. Yeah. Um, and this is like the first album they've done since 2017. So it's been like six years. Okay. Yeah. There there were some, I want to say it's the second one on the album I liked a lot. That's, uh, uh, yeah, let en- me. Envelopes. Oh, starts with this paper. There's paper machete. Yeah. Paper machete is the second song. Is that what the, okay. It's that. Let me pull it up. I liked, uh, mm-hmm. time and place quite a bit. Because I, I thought it was interesting because they kind of did that thing where one instrument is playing like bow, 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 and yeah. then the other instruments like kind of come in with a conflicting rhythm, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of locks in, and then you're like, oh, okay, I can kind of hear these two parts separately, but now they're working as one. Yeah. Like those kind of polyrhythm shits are cool. And that's one of the things that I wrote down, too, is um, the percussion 
I think is kind of distinctive to mm-hmm. them and that area of music. When I was listening to them today, more so, I thought I heard a lot of, I, th- I heard like back in there and some of it. Oh, some, so you have a lot of like boom, bat, boom, yeah, boom, bat. which I mean, back back has a lot of good albums, but he also is pretty eclectic where he mm-hmm. goes around and also. Is is the dude? I don't know the dude's name who sings. Josh. Hobby. Josh hobbyist is, <laughs> yeah. Josh um, Hobby Lobby. <laughs> um, is that his? Is that a voice he's doing, or is that his singing voice? I think that's his singing voice. Okay, because I because there's kind of like a hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, which which is fine because you I think '90s I think grunge. You know, they're 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 doing a voice. This his voice. I think in my mind I could clump that in to being in a group of people imitating that voice. I don't know, <laughs> but it kind of reminded me of the Strokes. Um, a little bit. Julius Ca- Casablanco. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, like, there's no way that's his real singing voice. Like, like he's putting on an affectation. Yeah, he's putting on whatever word that is you just said. Affectation. Yes. yes. Um, I mean, it. That, but 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 that's her style. Mm-hmm. But I kind of clumped that in, where he goes in, in my mind, and he and he sings like that to make it sound like that. Yeah, but and then there are also songs where he he kind of lays off that a little mm-hmm. bit, and I think you do get more of his true singing voice, and that kind of brings me to like, I. I was trying very hard to like Stockholm syndrome myself into really liking this record, mm-hmm. which is what I did. The last record of theirs that I really dig is from like 2013. Okay. And it, it alleged, uh, allegedly <laughs> it's, it's supposedly the beginning of like a trilogy. Cause the la- the first album in the trilogy from 2013 is dot, dot, dot the fellowship like clockwork. Okay. okay. So it's like like clockwork villains. And then, New Times Roman. Ta- yeah, in Times New Roman, dot, dot, dot. So, like, the kind of ellipses are, are bookended here. Nice. They're on that Coheed shit. Yeah. Coheed does the uh, concept albums from the Amory Wars. Is his, oh, really? It's his universe he made up, yeah. Um, oh, I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, he does, you know, Coheed does comic and graphic novels, and then yeah. he makes the albums around it. I think they've done one or two where it's not, but that's interesting. I didn't really know that. Um, I wasn't listening too hard to what he was saying. It's kind of hard to understand what he's saying. Um, is it was it supposed to be a compelling album, or it supposed to be kind of like a like a fun one? Judging by what you've heard of them in the past, because like I said, I I only know. I, I think the last two albums have been more personal for him. Like mm-hmm. from what I've read, he. I think between the 2017 album and this one, I think he's like gotten divorced. Okay. And so I, I do think there's like a line in like the first song obscenery where he's like, now you're just a hole of obscenery, which is like, Oh, all right. (laughs) But I'm from what I read, he got divorced because he was like an alcoholic and like abusing substances, Mm -hmm. which I think has been part of like, he's an artist. Yes. But I've definitely like heard, stories of people going to see Queens of the Stone Age and they're like, yeah, the show was... He was co- just too fucked up. The show was okay, but Josh was clearly, like, loaded and it just was kind of... Yeah. He was slurring his words. He was playing really yeah. sloppy. But he's like a he's like a dude who was... Like, he's from Arizona. 
Like he just lives in the desert. Brutal. And he yeah. has his own like studio. And I think he just he's like, yeah, I just drink tequila like all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's so I, what he's just a big sweaty tequila ridden guy. Yeah, that's what Osama <laughs> essentially. I mean, minus the tequila, but he <laughs> lived in the desert. I think. Um, <laughs> but I did go and watch some live YouTube. Some of that, some of the shit live that it was pretty tight. Yeah, almost not too tight, but very impressive. Where they're 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 doing their riffs because I mean you have to be kind of precise with some, it. You can't just talk. I, what I did like, I almost forgot. I did like the fuzz effects yes. on the guitars um that that was cool but uh, some of the live stuff i saw they looked and sound pretty tight pretty yeah. close to the record i could imagine them being hammered and it would suck i saw <laughs> i saw like I, I like modest mouse a lot and i mm. saw them and this i've seen them too singer don't know what his isaac name. brock isaac brock was just too too drunk i've heard i've heard it was just bad where i mean like the music was words. good but he's like Ugh. It was, I think it was the last festival I've ever been to. An oh. outdoor, it was um, Mopop. Oh, that was, yeah, Probably yeah, yeah. 2016. Yeah. I, w- I was young. I'd use a fake ID. Oh, so tight. No. No, I, I did, but I'm trying to put the time together. But it, it, it was a while ago, so maybe he's got his together. But, yeah, I mean, I, we could talk about this at some point, too. I don't really fuck with the... The outdoor festivals all day, standing. No. My brother was just at Bonnaroo, and he was like exhausted. Yeah, it's it's brutal, and yeah. stuff's expensive, and and it's really like abbreviated kind of sets too. They're only really playing like forty five minutes to an hour, and it's like I would want the full thing. Yeah, you're not gonna get um, and the sound sound quality can be fine, but it's not amazing. No, yeah. hey, I did go to a festival quotes last year. Um, green sky, bluegrass, green sky. Didn't you know them? <laughs> did you go to the one? You didn't. <laughs> what are you saying? You go to cat? You went to Camp Green Sky? Yes, that's it. Okay, sorry. I thought you were like making a joke about <laughs> this year's Camp Green Sky. Well, which we can was talk in, about like, that. It was in Iceland. Yeah, yeah. So I text. So I went last year because that's kind of a festival. Yeah. It's on some it's on some dude's property, but they set up a stage. I went because Little Feet, who I've mentioned before, they played there last oh, year. Oh, really? And so, and they had some original members there too. That's um, cool. Old ass dudes walking on stage, but it was still they played the killer set they did waiting for Columbus like 200th anniversary year album, you know, like oh, just something crazy. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um super good and then green sky bluegrass played which bluegrass is it is what it is it's fun they're like they're they're a jam band yeah yeah i mean that's that's the vibe you get there and so i i fit into the sense where i like the music but it's just like a uh one big bong outside <laughs> and you know me i'm uh yeah you're not microdosing I'm, out there no i'm just... writing down people's names <laughs> bringing it to the sheriff <laughs> um, i'm calling the federal government yeah no but it, it, it was fun um but yes, I forgot how we got there. We're talking about drunkenness, Queen's Age Live. Their yes. live shit's good. Some of it's good. Some of it was really good. And I, I wonder which of those were like OG songs from their previous records. So like, yes, I mean it was that one I said. You know, no one knows. No one knows yet. Um, yeah, that oh, that's such a fun song. Right. So right, that yeah. that that record is uh, Songs for the Deaf, and that came out in two thousand one. Okay. And Dave Grohl was the drummer on that record, like oh. the whole thing heard of him he's pretty good at drums yeah like there's some like classic songs on that album yeah that album it's like they really had a really good run it was like songs for the deaf 
uh, like Lullabies to Paralyze, which had the song Burn the Witch, mm-hmm. which I think was kind of a big-ish hit. And then Era Vulgaris, which is the album that has uh, threes and sevens on it. Era Vulgaris is like almost like industrial sounding. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really, it's just very grimy. It, it's like It's like snotty music. Like there's a certain sneer to it. Hmm. Like there's there's some lines that like, and th- I, I guess this is on like clockwork. But th- there's some really good like Josh Homme lines. Like you know, it's like I blow my load over the status quo. He just ha- <laughs> he just kind of has like this right. snot nosed punk aesthetic. Okay, like his whole vibe. And I don't know, like maybe his albums about his personal life and divorce just aren't that compelling to me. Where it's like, yeah. it, it, it's missing that punkish snottiness yeah um maybe for someone like that or the band that's a good situation where you could try to change up the sound um because i mean if it's like if it's your first divorce (laughs) and you're in you and you're in that in that world yeah get weird with it because i I think villains had more of like it was produced by mark ronson okay who's the uptown funk guy oh i know him yeah, so I, uh, I haven't listened to it probably since I reviewed it like six years ago, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure the Queens of the Stone Age record Villains is has a lot of like 80s synth, like more like dance beat style that shit. That could be hit or miss. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, it's not a memorable record. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, is it, is it a bad record or am I just like, no, I only like the band when they were relevant to me when I first listened to them and anything after that, is just bad. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, I don't want to accept anything beyond a certain point. Yeah. It could go either way. I think traditionally, if I like a band and I truly like them, I'll listen to the album and find... You'll find something. And, I, and, and I'll like it. Um, and like, I found moments on this album. There were, yeah. especially there's like some really, like you were talking about guitar tones, like that fuzzy guitar tone. Yes. And like the really like heavy gritty guitar tones that's very similar to like the era vulgaris record yeah. and i love that shit so when i heard that my ears kind of perked up and mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah i it, remember this it also reminded me of i'm trying to think of the name the smashing pumpkins purple Billy, album uh, gist glish gl- glant that sounds familiar g- has geesh geesh <laughs> <laughs> um that album and maybe Smashing Pumpkins is one I've never really. Yeah, they have a song mayonnaise that <laughs> it's it's really good. It's really good, but I think the tone I, I'd have to compare. But that's kind of what I was okay. thinking. So here's a question: mm-hmm. Their big stuff came out around 2001, 2002. Yes. Um, in my life, I was strictly radio. Oh, okay. I was. Uh, I mean, I was younger, and I think I had. Because that was probably right before the first like iPod or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I had like a CD. Pl- you know, you could put a CD in yeah. the thing and listen to it. So I had that, but it, I I had no money to buy mm-hmm. CDs. So I'd listen to the radio. I don't remember hearing a lot of Queens of the Stone Age on the radio. Is that true or or untrue? If you were to hear anything from them, it would have been like no one knows and. Yes. Really, maybe threes and sevens. Okay, but those that, are the probably two I know because I know a lot of early two thousands nineties because the the radio station, the alternative station here. I just know all the shit they play, and I don't think they really played a lot of Queens of the Stone. No, Age they they're kind of 
they're kind of I don't know they're they're a very like niche band like if if okay. you're the people that are into them are like very dedicated but I don't think they have a lot of like appeal outside of that like they don't have a lot of mainstream appeal at all really mm-hmm. which I, I guess is is a shame because some of their some of their stuff is like really really good like the, the that string of like four albums like like Clockwork was a departure from uh, like Era Vulgaris where Era Vulgaris was like gritty you know like industrial very like harsh guitar tones mm-hmm. and then like clockwork had like uh elton john was on it okay uh one of the guys from the band scissor sisters which i don't know if you've ever heard of them mm-hmm. I don't think so. <clears throat> they're they're like a, a fun like funky pop band that has really really good like song craftsmanship mm-hmm. but there's like a bunch of features on it uh and it's 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 like a completely different tone from like some of their previous stuff but it just really worked for me. Like some of it's like mm-hmm. very like almost like Pink Floydy. There's okay. like extended jams a little bit on it, and hmm. it was like a departure from their previous yeah, style. Say, that doesn't sound like anything that I had listened to. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's you know what? Maybe it's this. It sounded it it sounded like it had more dynamics. Where mm-hmm. like we were kind of talking about like the the loudness wars and compression, and like you know analyzing like waveforms and just seeing a big long turd where there's just right. like quiet and loud or the same volume and you don't really get any sort of dynamics at all. And I think their previous records had more like dynamics in the music. And this one is just kind of like, yeah, it's I mean, the is, same throughout. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. I, thinking about listening to it and yeah. Um, which is kind of different from the other thing we were, we listened to this week too, but yeah, let's get into that because yeah, quick question. Music waves in the air. That shit is just wavelengths hitting your ear and it makes a, it's, it's reverberation. And you register. Yeah. Crazy. I, I had a, I had like an audio class where it was explained to me by this like hippie dude that was like teaching audio engineering. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's basically like up and down waveforms right. and just like the air pushing. That is how your ear like. Could you wait? Could you hear? No, no <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't want to get it. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's just you look at it and yeah, I mean, you got your um, short waves and your long waves. And yeah. Well, this is lame. I, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up, though, because I'm going to very, 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 very quickly jump back to the topic from last week. Because they were talking about like the submarine, you know. Are you uh, serious? <laughs> well, this is well. Someone <laughs> right, posted right, right. something about like, uh, like sonar. The, yes. it, it's tangentially related. Sonar mm-hmm. is two hundred decibels loud. It's that that's what they're pumping out when they when, when, when they submarines send a, when they do that. That's how loud it is. It can our. Our human brains hear that. Like if I was, oh, if I was outside the submarine, we hear it to a terminal end. If there are divers in the water and like sonar gets pinged, mm-hmm. basically like your your lungs pop. Fuck yeah! And your ears like ex- you, you die almost instantly. That's like that's pretty gnarly. <laughs> like if you're if you're out there diving and like a submarine pings sonar next to you. Like you basically are just like eviscerated. So are they not pinging all the time then? I think there are there are certain regulations where like they can't be pinging. Like if there's imagine if they know World the, War Two, the pings going down. Well, no, I read about that. 
that they would ping it to to prevent like I think like Japanese divers from like trying to plant bombs on on boats, like trying to sneak in Damn. and like sabotage shit. Mm-hmm. They would just ping their they would ping their sonar. And, and it would just erupt them. Yeah. <laughs> just gelatize them. Yeah. Gelatize. I think the uh, human threshold for pain is like 130 dB. What's a what's like a loud what's a loud um Alice Cooper show at? Uh decibels. Compare that to a slipknot show. Um, a, I think legally you're not supposed to go above like 80 or 90 decibels. Like you're kind of pushing it. I've been to shows before where like I could hear my hearing start to distort because the guitar was so loud. I, I saw a show. I don't think I'll ever forget it. Um, they must've been at least 200 decibels. <laughs> it was so unbelievable. And I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of shows. I, I'd say I'm up on a lot of shows in, in seeing and this was unreal yeah. which i'm sure was very similar to your uh experience where i'm like holy like, the, like people are getting like hearing damage yes people tonight. left uh, there's yeah. it was just it was pretty cool but never again now i'm definitely at earplugs in yep. absolutely unless Same it's thing. a song i really like that i'm taking like it's worth it this yeah, is yeah, worth yeah. It. but that that was when i was like uh, uh probably like 16 or 17 it was just yeah so you're, you're fine no, I mean, like I said before, I have permanent tinnitus. Oh, that is true that you just, said that. Uh, you think it was from that? It's probably just multiples of that. Yeah. From that instance, no. But, uh, like, repeat concerts. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, my professor at that time told us that uh, the local, like, college paper, like, wrote a, a story about a concert in town. And, like, they're, they're journalists, whatever. They don't. They don't know how music they're like sound. They don't know the science of sound. Yeah, they, and music. that's that's why they're journalists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't cut it. Yeah, uh, but they said like, oh yeah, the concert was so loud, that it was nearly like two hundred decibels, <laughs> and like my professor was just like. Well, a jetliner is like 130. Yeah, and he's like, do I need to talk about the, <laughs> so the just, German U-boats? But just like, <laughs> the image is like so funny to me. Just like a band getting all their gear set up, tuning mm. their guitars. They like get everything ready. They hit one note and everyone in the amphitheater just like just yeah. dies. <laughs> yeah. just like, everyone just drops. The like master exploder from Tenacious D <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, no. I was like, I did not mean to blow <laughs> yeah, your mind. Exactly, his yeah. brain shoots out the back <laughs> of his head. No, I think I've always wanted to be in like a loud ass band. And I think um, I want to be in a band where it's that loud, where our thing is that it's so loud. People start leaving. Where people just go. <laughs> and because I, I think that's super cool. As long as I got my ear earplugs in. Yeah, you got in-ear monitors. Sounds good to you. I'm plugged into a guitar amp. I'm plugged into a bass amp all at the same time. And I'm just <laughs> just playing a drop drop E. Like yeah. I'm dropping down from E to E. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like yeah, like, the, string, the string is like, yeah, loose. exactly. It's just, it, it looks like shoelaces on yeah. my, on my guitar and I'm just only chugging. It just, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, speaking so, of chugging, that'd be cool. Yeah. How, how long has this been rolling? We are 54 minutes. Oh, okay. So we got time. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Okay. What's the, what's the cutoff? Uh, I don't know. Three. Hour 20. Three, four. 
three hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Joe Rogan numbers. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it's perfect because it feels like we've been we've been going for a while. But um, cool. Yeah, no, this will give us time to talk about an album that I liked a lot more <laughs> than the Queens oh, of the Stone okay. Age. That, but you've heard it before, right? Or you a little bit? Yeah. So I definitely heard a lot of it, but there's some newer newer songs on it. Um, I don't really know how it became one that we listened to, but I'm glad we did because it was it was fun and pretty funny. Well, as soon as you recommended it, I was like, oh, shit, that's like my dad loves this album. Interesting. Yeah. Which my dad is very much a stuck in the 70s kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He'll branch out a little bit. But for the most part, he likes his, you know, Black Sabbath. And oh, my God, your cat is he, insane. I know. He's, <laughs> he'll get me at night. And I, <laughs> like, God damn yeah. it. Uh, I mean, Black Sabbath, that the influence major, definitely here. major influence on that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, oh, t- <laughs> oh my t- God. It was Type O Negative, Bloody Kisses. Yes. Was the album, which um, when I listen to Type O Negative, they've got some really good stuff. I'm astral traveling to Hot Topic when I listen to it. Ah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that embodies hot topic for some reason different eras <laughs> dude he just almost got my my sack <laughs> oh my god you <laughs> can't want some attention i know i know what are you doing? i know um he he's he's clawed up so that's the, that's the issue hey, but yeah i don't remember seeing a lot of typo negative shit at no uh, i don't think it was ever there oh, but, <laughs> but oh like, like, i uh, understand what you're the, saying the goth st- it's so goth yeah right? yeah yeah um, but it's like cool it's, it's so cool, cool. <laughs> yeah it's 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 amazing um and the first what's this first song chainsaw lover or yeah chainsaw <laughs> with like just the ladies moaning just moaning with <laughs> uh what's that movie uh the dad Oh, they just came out with the Evil Dead. Uh, evil Dead. Yeah, uh, they they could throw that oh. in, intro over an Evil Dead chainsaw. Oh yeah, scene. Um, it, yeah. Um, so, what are your impressions of listening to it again or revisiting I, it? So I knew I knew of it. I knew a little. I knew Summer Breeze. I knew because yes. my dad my dad thought it was the funniest thing that he's <laughs> like this dude who's just like. He talks like this. <laughs> yes. Summer Breeze. Yeah. I can't do so it right like, now. I, I, knew, I knew that much. Um, and I also knew, it's funny, there's like a different version of this album that has all of those interludes removed. And I think they made my dad uncomfortable. So he always tried to find, there's like a CD version. Yes. That, that doesn't have like the Chainsaw Lover at the okay, beginning or whatever. That, that was something I wanted to ask too, because there's, you look, I'm on spot. It's, like, it's got like skits. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm on Spotify. Is where I, you listen on Apple Music, mm-hmm. right? Does it have the the num the number of times songs we listen to the listen count? I guess no, that's not on there. So it does on Spotify, and for all of them, they range from hundred thousand to yeah. like the millions. And then there's one song on just the normal album, "Dark Side of the Womb," and it has like four thousand listens. <laughs> and everything else, like there's like millions, <laughs> and then "Dark Side of the Womb." <laughs> Just has like four thousand, so maybe that one got snuck on. And yeah, I'm like, why is everybody skipping that? Because uh, the the version that's on Apple Music is the top shelf edition. Okay, and there's like seventeen one. songs on there, and it's got like, uh, it's got like Christian woman butt oh. kissing sellout <laughs> version. Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't. I I'm sure I can find it. So I'm I just listened to the. 
I didn't want to listen to like the four hour, you know. Oh, like okay. The, so they they do at the top. Yeah, machine screw. Um, let me go down. <laughs> Butt kissing sellout version. Yeah, I, I think that's that's hilarious. Um, yeah. Do you see? Yeah, dark side of the womb. So good. Um, they also do Cinnamon Girl cover. Yeah. Have you heard that one? I um, think so. Another very funny um, with but, the dude's voice over it. <laughs> but, uh, the, the, you know, I was listening to it in the car, and I was like, okay, this is like a metal album. I was like, I, I, metal's not typically my thing, but mm-hmm. it, it, it's like this feels almost like a like a holdout from that like that 80s metal style where it's like it's basically Black Sabbath. Yeah, it's Black Sabbath mixed with industrial goth. Yeah. I don't even know. That's why I think it has a very distinct sound to some of it. I think yeah. that guy's voice plays a big part in that. Um, yes. In, in the subject matter, <laughs> I, I feel like it's... <laughs> yes, yes. Sometimes it's a little corny. Sometimes it's a little cheesy. It's yes. funny. I think it, it has to be... Yeah. Like, they can't be serious. They're, they're like, in on the joke a little bit. Like, yes. like aesthetically, like, they like that style. They mm-hmm. like dressing in black and being, like, provocative and yeah. and a little edgy. But they they haven't, like, I, I don't know. I You know, I, I could be totally off, off the mark here. But it seems like a lot of people, like, a lot of musicians, like, in those genres tend to be just, like, very, like, self-serious. Like, I'm a metalhead. And I don't know. I could be totally Yes. Wrong. No, I think in the metal realm... That's true. It's like, this is like the deepest shit I'm talking about. Pain and suffering. Yeah, I mean, they're out there wearing corpse paint. Yeah, exactly. I mean, th- these guys aren't, but people are out there doing that. I, that could be the case, but it seems, ex- it's so extreme. I, so what's it, uh, like, what, what's the song called? Uh, like Black Mascara. They're like the big one on there. Black number one, Little Mascara. Black. Black, yeah, yeah, black, yeah. Black number. Funny, I actually LOL'd in the beginning. When the first, they started doing the... Well, no, the, in the beginning, there's like... I went looking for trouble. Yeah, so he's whispering, and then at, <laughs> and then at one point he goes, Happy Halloween. Yeah! <laughs> like, it's so good. It's so funny. Like, I, I was driving Halloween. And, <laughs> like, I was cracking, and I... Uh, I was so, like, man, I wish it was fall right now. I wish it was like yes. a, a rainy fall evening and i was listening to this spooky <laughs> this silly spooky ha- halloween yeah. song yes it's um, even got the like the little organ too that's like ding, 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 yes ding, ding, ding. It's, <laughs> it's so it's very funny um but it's good i mean i love those guitar rhythm riffs the, in the, the background just it's like classic sabbath like chugging yeah, it's like, just, but it's like melodic it's like straight eighth notes into and then in the black or, yeah, was it black number one? It's a brown, ow, 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 ow. It's oh, just yeah. so catchy. Um, it's, yeah. And so I like that song. I like Christian Woman, <sighs> might be my favorite. On, that's just the, a great the song. The way that it starts with like the synth, and he's just like, he's just like, oh, I, don't, I don't even know how it goes. He's just like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me pull up the lyrics because it's, it's, it's. He's great. like talking about this woman and like. How, uh, you know, forgive her for she knows not what she does. (laughs) Cross upon a bedroom wall from From grace, grace she will fall. It's like, (laughs) but then, but then it's like, uh, uh, there's like a brief pause, and then as soon as like the kick drum hits and like the song starts, Ah! it's so good though. I get chills, like it just it hits you like a wall. Yeah, I love it. The 
the lyrics of that song are very, very funny. I mean, they're very sexual, right? What was, there's one. It's, it's like, like something about between her thighs. Yeah, like, <laughs> and will you suffer eternally <laughs> or internally? <laughs> My favorite is like, all through mass manual stimulation, <laughs> salvation. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Corpus Christi. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part, oh God, I, I forget what song it is, but there's one part where he's just like, Sacred blue. Yes, yes. I'm like, that's what the black hell? number? <laughs> Why does yeah. he say that? <laughs> it's so funny. I, but it, if the music wasn't so good, uh, yeah. Again, I don't think it's for everyone. People listen to this be like, ooh, like, are we listening to spiders or something? Yeah, dude. It's so on point for being a gimmick. Yeah, um, but it, but it's but like it's, it feels it. so genuine too. Yes. And and what is it? I, I, I guess it would be the bridge at the end where the Jesus Christ looks like yeah. me. <laughs> like like I, I feel like sometimes they're like trying to be provocative in that way of you know like Marilyn Man. It's not like exactly like Marilyn Manson, mm-hmm. but they're like like saying anything about religion tends to like especially in like the early nineties that would maybe. Yeah set some stuff off people would be like oh i don't want my son listening to typo negative he said he looks like jesus and there's yeah. like women moaning on it no oh, yeah i remember i got in trouble for listening to panic at the disco oh really because um what's the, oh fuck i can't remember the the song because he says god damn it yes exactly oh yes i feel like we had a similar similar upbringing in that way yeah. because there's like an eagle song called life in the fast lane where he says mm-hmm. god damn and my mom like did not want me listening to that song. Yeah, and, and it's also, what's the big disco song um, where it's, he talks about like bringing the the wife before the wedding? Oh, that's the same song. Yeah, what's it I called? chimed in. Yeah, when but, but the the intro is do, 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 is she a whore do, 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 do. or something like the that? The great bride is a whore. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, what the what is? I this? write sins, not tragedies. Yes, I think which I think is a. A banger, probably, or maybe I'm just nostalgic. The lead singer of Panic at the Disco turned into like a huge like doucher. Oh, where like I think, (laughs) I think like after like those classic Panic albums, Mm -hmm. now it's just like pop music. Yes, I think I think he's like the only one left in that band. What he he has a memorable. If I knew the name, Brendan Urie. Yes, yeah, kind of adjacent. But I sent you that Fallout boy oh yeah <laughs> um, what? people people on twitter were like um the fallout boy we didn't start the fire is kind of bad it's it's like it's a carbon copy of the you like i feel like you're saying so the original funny. song is bad yeah the only issue is that it i don't think it follows this it doesn't follow any timeline he just kind of sp- bounces back and he forth. Just spits out stuff that happened i think he he rhymes george floyd with metroid yeah no i mean some of the <laughs> the um syntax or cadence is interesting in there but the line shinzo abe blown away <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> i was like, like oh this is crazy um, that story was i was captivated by that story yeah, how much um, do you know about that i know that so i guess it's abe Shinzo Abe. I was thinking Abe Lincoln. Oh, um, yeah. Honest Abe. Yes, yes. <laughs> never, I will never tell a lie. Similar fates. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So there's, he was a nationalist or some sort he's, of Japanese. He's like far right wing. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like Japan is just kind of right wing. 
I can hear you. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, he was he was he was on that level for a long time. Yeah, made some international I, relations. A guy didn't like it. Made a gun. Yeah. So him. I think I think firearms are like illegal in Japan or like Ooh. at least civilians. <laughs> so. Yeah. Homeboy like made a blunderbuss out of yes, yeah, some it was like, like <laughs> it was strictly well, yeah it was like syrup bottles and <laughs> yeah. scotch tape it was yeah. crazy looking but it was enough it got the job done yeah it was loud I mean I saw the um, <laughs> yeah it was straight <laughs> blunderbuss of yeah it looked like a uh, typo negative album yeah, cover <laughs> HMS ship from the 1800s <laughs> cannon blowing off. <laughs> And the people just standing around, like, not They're like, knowing oh. what to do. Yeah. They'd forgotten what guns sounded like. Yeah, and then he then he go to trial, and he got, like, 30 days probation or something. Dude, oh, man. Not to sidetrack it too much, but it's like, there was, there's a documentary called The Emperor's Naked Army Marches On. We, okay. we covered it in, in There Will Be Duds, but mm-hmm. it's this documentary about a guy who was basically doing his own personal investigation into war crimes in World War II. And he was just going, he, he wanted to, um, he hated the emperor and he wanted to like basically find a way to get the emperor in, into court with him. It, w- w- is this a Japanese guy? Yeah. Okay. He's like okay. an old Japanese guy. Yeah. To the point where he would like, there was a parade and he was like throwing, he was like shooting like little bouncy balls or whatever at the emperor mm-hmm. trying to get himself arrested. And they couldn't, f- they, they couldn't find who was doing it, so they <laughs> gave up. So he turned himself in, mm-hmm. and then he was hoping that the emperor would have to be in court because then he would be able to use that as a way to get the emperor in court, and then he could tell the emperor that he's full of shit. Okay. But there were like some, some like war crimes that happened to people that he knew, and he's trying to get to the bottom of it to the point where he would go find these old Japanese war generals. They're all like geriatric people. Yeah. And he would like, if they wouldn't tell him what happened, he would get on the ground and like wrestle with them and like fight with them. Mm -hmm. And at one near the end of the movie, he basically like, he goes to kill somebody who like wouldn't tell him anything. The guy wasn't home. So he like killed the dude's son. (laughs) Okay. But it's like, he'd been in jail many, many years before this, but it was like attempted murder. They gave him like five years. He's like, dude, like, like, yeah, the level of punishment for like the type of crime that this guy was like repeat offenses. <laughs> right. Tree just, yeah. Going after the, uh, the Godhead of Japan. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, eh, 30 days, I guess. Yeah. It's yeah, insane. Uh, but the fallout boy thing, that was just funny. I haven't really listened to it. I sent it to like, three hours after it came out <laughs> yeah i listened to it and i was like oh okay um but yeah it's that's funny that's kind of like panic at the disco because we were talking but we should talk about typo negative probably um <laughs> yeah. there's um yeah but i mean i did a little reading into it because kind of tragic the album no the the, the band. band and i i don't know much about the band peter peter's Steve. well i looked up I saw his name is Peter Steele. Yes. Which is the most like, and I'm like, porno no name way. I've exactly. ever I'm heard. Like, no way. That's this dude's name. So, I mean, yeah, this is a good time to pull up his wiki. Because his name was what? It's like Petrus. Did you see his like actual name? Is, he's, yeah, up. he's got to be like Norwegian. or he, Yeah. Well, he's from... So, Petrus Thomas Radicic. <laughs> A.K.A. Lord Petrus Steele. The Green Man. Or Pete Steele. <laughs> Dude is um, awesome. Six eight. 
Yeah, that's six wild. eight. Um, and I sent you that a little snippet from snippet. his wiki. Should should we read that? Because it's very funny. <laughs> I'm, I, I got it right here. Yeah. So this is just a little insight. Oh yeah, I mean there's tons of stuff to talk about. So um, in 1992, Typo Negative released their quote live album. The Origin of Feces. <laughs> so he's a Darwin guy. The album included a fictitious hostile audience in an evacuation of the venue after a bomb threat had supposedly been called in. This simulated one of the real-life responses Steel and Typo Negative had recently received while on tour in Europe. And then the last sentence, I don't know what it has much to do with anything, but the original album cover featured a close-up of Steel's anus. Yeah, I looked it up. I've seen it too because when I first started listening to Typo Negative, like ten years ago, now I'm like, oh, you know, I was big into buying band merch. I'm like, oh, look it up. Yeah. I just see that on a shirt. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like God damn six it. eight Petrus P- Green Man <laughs> Steel just pulling, just pulling apart. I was like, oh, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, Peter Steele's. Puckered, yeah, it's just protruding, heinous. Um, <laughs> so that's a little insight into the guy, I guess. But he was working as like a bulldozer for the, like a bulldozer man for the city. That sounds about right. Before, um, and according to the wiki, uh, Wikipedia, it says it was the happiest days of his life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, park maintenance, driving vehicles, including garbage trucks and steamrollers. Park super. Yeah, I bet. That's so fun. I'm just imagining him coming into work. Yeah, I mean that's before the internet. That's before what? What else you can do? Sit in a bank all day? Yeah. So I mean that <laughs> sounds nice. But him walking into the parks and rec department, like probably had to get custom fitted, yeah, uniforms because he's six eight. Yeah, size seventeen shoes, just insane. Um, but I saw an interesting fact that he helped write a album for band. Um, Agnostic Front. Do you know them? No. They're a an old school ish hardcore band, but they're they're interesting. Um, but he he helped write. I just know one of their albums, Victim in Pain, is a pretty good uh, heart like OG hardcore album. Um, okay. But I thought that was that was interesting. So yeah, I'm from New York. But I think they had fascist ties or oh or claims to it, but they may not have. And that was also, I think with type, Oh, they, um, there was, there's a lot of Nazi pe- saying people that they were sympathizers for that. And that's, I think what I read is when on the, the album, bloody roses, bloody kisses, whatever, um, those two songs kill all the white people and we hate everyone. <laughs> Our responses to that. Cause they're just saying kind of like, fuck you. Uh, we're yeah. not, but you can write what you want. We don't give a fuck. Right. Cause it's like, it's, it's easy to like characterize musicians like that as like, yeah, some sort of, you know, shitty fascist sympathizer. I think because like, I think, I, I think it's like a thing in like the punk community. Like you get skinheads or whatever. Yeah. Like it, they're just, they're closely associated enough that people are just like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think agnostic front, that other band originally they're, their stance was we are skinheads oh cool <laughs> so like that i don't think that helps um, no but i remember them saying something like we are skinheads but not like those british idiots or something like, i don't <laughs> We're know the cool the cool yeah, guy like, i don't know what you're talking about but uh you ever seen that movie uh green room 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Better than I thought with, uh, uh, Dr. X, right? Professor X. Dropping some hard R's. Yeah, no, it's, (laughs) so that movie's about. That's when I learned about like laces. Oh, like okay. if you wear like red yeah, laces, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that means you're like a Nazi. I just like, remember um, they're gonna kill you. The the belly cut scene. Oh, yeah, that's rough. So that's when those kids, they're just like a bunch of teenagers looking to tour, blah blah blah. They're playing no wherever, money. and I think they like. And then they end up meeting someone, and they go to a just like a, a Nazi enclave in the woods. Yeah, pretty much. And Don't uh, they play like Nazi punks? Fuck off. Yeah, or yeah. They, like they start that. off the Dead Kennedys. Nazi punks. Fuck. And then. Um, Nobody likes, but then they play their thing, and then they get stuck in the green room. Yeah, and I think they witness... They, they're basically witnesses to, like... Some crime, I forget what it was. Yeah, like, some, I think some lady gets killed, and they're like, they're yes. like, oh, I forgot my phone in the green room, and they go back in, and, like, yeah. they see them disposing of the body. And then they're like, oh, we're not going to tell anybody, and then it turns yeah. into... We, we won't ruin it, but there's some gnarly uh, gore. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, Better movie than I thought it was going to be, though. Yeah, it was really I, I enjoyed it. Um but yeah, um, I do like that song, Kill All the White People, because it has a very one? driving punk start to it. And every song, not every song, a lot of their songs have such a dynamic shift in yes. tone. It's um, almost like Prague. Yeah. It's, that's what I was thinking, like, especially during like Christian Woman. Yeah, they go to like an acoustic guitar. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of like, uh, I think there's like a couple 12 string guitar moments too, where mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, this is kind of pretty. Yeah. I mean, there's one cool production part of that song where they had this these those birds chirping yeah and like i listen to pretty much everything because while i'm working just with i got bose headphones oh, so they're pretty so nice like... and and that that adds a very interesting layer that is very cool yeah. um and that that might be what makes me like that song the, the most on the album but also just that that guitar i love the guitar in that mm. just the uh just the rhythm i can't i can't do it but yeah it's there's good. yeah they're just such good like riff work yeah and um is this kill the white people the one that 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 might be the other one that made me laugh one of those songs just has a part where they're like whoa 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 whoa." no that's um uh we hate everyone okay that's we hate that's fun another one that's hilarious is fay ray come out and play um (laughs) maybe that's maybe that's one we could we could play because it's like a minute long and the lyrics are, uh, I'm just, just going to pull them up and yum, yum, eat them up, eat them up. Yeah. And I think they just say that over and over for a minute. Yum, yum. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I don't know what that <laughs> means. Also the beginning, I'm scared to say the words cause I don't know what the word, if they, if they look, it looks like some sort of pharmaceutical drug, but I don't know if it's a, a nasty word, so I won't. I don't want to say uh-huh. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is this? It sounds almost like Latin. Yeah. Like this song is cr- <laughs> in the in the whimpering of the lady in the background. <laughs> it's crazy. But uh, like. The, the the way the songs segue into each other are also just like because I think this goes yeah this goes right into kill all the white people yes which this songs the beginning of kill all the white people to the uh, absolute punk drums <laughs> yeah this is night at the night of the living dead sort of sc- yeah. screams in there 
Well, it's like it, it, it feels like a traditional like because like the OG like Black Sabbath album, it was like they wanted to make music to scare people. Yeah, and that kind of feels like what they're doing a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is the feedback. Yeah, it's awesome. The kind of just like shitty like boss. Oh, that's like these drums are. <laughs> it does, yeah. It does feel like they're kind of making like a satire of like yeah and punk I th- bands. Yeah, I think that's that's that that might be what they're trying to do. Um, that, that's kind of the impression that I got. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like kill all the white people. <laughs> yeah, like they're yeah. just they're they're just really laying it on. Thick. Yeah, no, it's 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 quite a good. Help me. Yeah, and yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And some of their other songs too, um, from other albums, "Love You to Death" is a very pretty song. Yeah, um, it's not on the album, but um, I don't think. I'm yeah, sure. I like added all my all their shit to my library. Like I'm, yeah, probably gonna start listening to these guys more often. And it's definitely Pete Steele. His voice is interesting and you have to be able to listen to it. Um, but it's good. And I, but yeah, I mean, I think I go in stages of, yeah. of listening to it. There's certain parts though, I th- where I think it's him singing as well. When he kind of starts to like yell and get into his upper register a little bit more, he sounds like Alice Cooper. I mean, he kind of looks like him with that. He's got yeah. long hair. Um, not he's the, like, we don't care. Yes, yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, that sounds almost like a school's out <laughs> for yeah. the summer. Like, yeah. it, it kind of almost has that same affectation. That would be a good album. Is that I'm, is that I'm 18? Is that the, the uh, That's Killer. Okay. And what, then uh, School's Out. School's Out, I think, is on Killer. Is that the name of the or, album? Yeah. Or no, is What's it Killer the, or is it Billion Dollar Baby? No, it's not the... Billion dollar babies. Killer is the one that has like the snake on it. Okay. I think School's Out is just on School's Out because it's like the desk. It's got like Alice Cooper on it. I know, oddly, Billion Dollar Babies. And then I think it's called is 18. Is that an album name? I think that's on. It's not the name of the album. I don't think. I feel like that. We should get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Because that has um, the ballad of. Blah blah blah, which is a very good song. Yeah, the ballad. Oh shit! Oh man, I didn't know you're an Alice Cooper head. Well, not see. I know I I like Alice Cooper, but I don't know if I'm a head. Uh, Billion Dollar Babies does not. Wait, no, there's no way it does. I just typed in Allison Cooper. Allison Cooper. <laughs> Allison Chains. Allison Cooper. <laughs> Let's see. Eighteen. I feel like. Thrash. That's that's the cla- That's a very that's a good one. Was it love it to death? It's love it to death. Let me look at the ballad of Dwight Fry. Yes, yes, love it to death. Um, that's I really like this album. Ballad of Dwight Fry is extremely good. I'm 18, classic banger. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween. Yeah, be my name. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I know more of this album than I thought. I did. 71 too. That's yeah, a while ago. Billion dollar bit. What's what else is good on that one? The second song, I won't say it. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Alice Cooper. He actually put out a lot of stuff. I'm looking at a his, lot of it. He doesn't remember. 
Well, what is he old now? He's hardcore alcoholic. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> there's like yeah. periods of of albums. Like, uh, I think there's an album called Zipper Catches Skin. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which like it's just like a little red smear on the cover. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but he's he doesn't remember making it from like just being so wasted the whole time. Like I think he's like yeah, a big sobriety catch- guy now. Yeah, I've seen him a few times. Is, is he is he decent? Yeah, it's fun. Nice. He um, always manages. He's like seventy something. But he yeah, always, you yeah. know, at the end of every show, he like he kills himself. Mm-hmm. Like he either gets hung or he gets decapitated by like a guillotine, Good. and then that's the you know, and then he comes out and does the encore, and then he does like I'm 18 or whatever. Yeah, I, I like how those older acts put on like a show. And yeah. I know everyone was pissed at Pink Floyd for doing the Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, did you see that? Everyone was like, how could. I forgot who it is in the band, but dress up as the fascist oh, figure. Roger Waters. Everybody based Roger Waters. Everybody got very mad last month. Yeah, the, it was it was the wall. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah the wall. Yeah. Um, I'm like, hasn't he always done that? Yes. And yes. A, Since the wall. Yes. Uh, it's in. Yeah. And I, I, people don't know that, and just started just climbing. Oh, why would he do that? Yeah. Well, people also got mad at Roger Waters because. People like David Gilmore's wife mm-hmm. was basically saying that because Roger Waters was critical of Israel and was like sympathetic to Palestinians that he was anti-Semitic. Yeah. Okay. And then the, you know, take that and then footage of him doing the sort of like almost like goose trot style. Like the two, the, the two hammers are kind of, mm-hmm. it's like he's got an armband with the hammers on it. And it's like, it's very, it's very clearly, you know, obvious what he's satirizing. Of yeah, like, yeah, you know, no. The Hitler and like the Third Reich or whatever. But it's like that's it's he's satirizing it. Like you don't. Yeah, I mean it. it's that's that's crazy. And yeah, people were mad at Nick Cave also recently because he went to the King's coronation, and a lot of um, I don't even know what to call them musicians. I guess <laughs> or like he'll always be an influence to me but I can't respect him as a person anymore. I'm like, what? Who cares? Because he sat at the, like, what? I don't understand. I really don't understand. It's that sort of like endorsement by, by proxy where it's like, if you, if you do a thing and like someone else who's there is like shitty, that means that you whole cloth endorse every shitty thing that they've ever done. You agree with it. And yeah, uh, like you're mad that you're, he's going to, the English King Coronation in the time of the least amount of colonization and decolonization that <laughs> has ever been a part of the English Empire. Yeah. Uh, not that I know anything about English politics, but it's like the, the dude just wanted, he's also in his seven, yeah. he's late 60s. He thinks it's interesting. Why I'm doesn't not, he share my online yeah, epic Marxist um, Maoist beliefs? Yeah. There was, I feel like someone else who was older and people got mad at them for doing something that you'd expect someone born in 1958 to do, right? Yeah. um, But yeah, that that was crazy. Yeah. Imagine saying I can't respect Nick Cave as a person because I'm like, what? Okay, well, Nick Cave doesn't know you. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't think about you. In fact, he probably doesn't want you as a fan if that's how you view the world. Yeah, he looks at you and goes, you were born in 1999? (laughs) What are you you talking about? Um, Yeah. So... Yes. So typo negative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. good. It's good, really good. Good album. Fun. Funny. The Happy Halloween. It just gets me every time. <laughs> um, 
I'm pro- I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to like throw it on the rotation around Halloween. Like Please, that's, yeah. that's probably like my favorite time of year. I'm a big fall guy. I love, I love the fall, but like, especially, oh, fall's the best, especially yes. Halloween time. And like, I'm always looking for a good, uh, good Halloween song. I feel like making sweet love to a woman <laughs> in a graveyard to the uh, typo negative. <laughs> Is where it's at. You got to do it like their. What's their first album? Slower, faster. <laughs> yeah, just. I just want to toss on harder, chain, faster, chainsaw better, screw, <laughs> and just yeah. Um, what else is gonna say? It makes you want to take like a walk in a New England town at dusk. With yeah. the go by the wharf, yeah, and see uh, Pete Steele's ghost. Because <laughs> he say, Sacre bleu. Yeah, sacre bleu. Yeah, because we should let listeners know he died. Kind of somehow. He well, Did I think they, they thought it was uh, like a heart attack, mm-hmm. but I think he had had like substance abuse issues, okay. and I, I feel like it was drug related or like I, th- I think it was more of like an aneurysm type thing or no, it's like sepsis, Ooh. which is pretty horrific. I think. Yeah, I had a my sister had sepsis. Yeah, went septic. Um, He's tall though. Don't tall people hardly yeah. live to be. 30. Yeah, they have like a. Uh, they have their own, you know, health issues yeah. as well. Because they put out an album in two thousand seven. Because I remember, I remember they were on my radar a little bit because my dad liked mm-hmm. this album, and so I was, I was more on the computer than he was. Yeah. So like, basically, if I didn't tell him, he wouldn't even know about stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, typo negative has a new, al- new album out, and it's got like. It looks like Rasputin. On the, I think it is Rasputin. Yeah, I mean, that, like dead again. That adds up. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think he died in like 2010. Yeah. One interesting. So I've seen some live videos of him. They wear the all black goth, of course, situation. But then they also toss in the neon green. You know what I mean? <laughs> that well, that that green is like a through line in all of their album covers. Yeah, and. Yeah, it's just their their gimmick they got going. I, I want to say there's only one guitar player too live. Oh, really? So they must use backing tracks. But I don't quote me on that. I don't really know too much about their live situation. Yeah. Um, like backing tracks back then were a little different from how they're used now. So and it also just depends on the type of music. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, yeah, they wrote music that you could still produce for the most part live but like mm-hmm. the sort of like sound they probably piped in like the the synthesizer keyboards or like the the birds yeah oh for sure and they they, they probably had a keyboard player yeah um but i'm i'm trying to think when uh, i'll have to listen back but maybe a lot of their stuff they could just do with a guitar and bass there might not be too much overlap yeah of um multiple guitar because they're probably down tuned enough that like I feel like you can separate signal chain a little bit. So it's like he'll be playing guitar mm-hmm. and like the low end is filtered out into like a, like a bass amp. So yeah. it's kind of covering both. Yeah. I, I saw, um, man, I saw that do very well. Local H. Oh yeah. Bound to the floors. They're big. You just don't get it. You keep it copacetic <laughs> and you learn to accept it. You know, it's so pathetic and you don't. It's a local band? Local H is the local name of the H. Band. Oh, okay. um, but the uh, that was also extremely loud. But just the guitar player and drummer. But oh. he plugged into like fifteen amps and just it was so like just a, wall of sound yeah. essentially. 
That's cool. But yeah, that was their big hit from the '90s. They Marcy's Playground opened for them, <laughs> and I saw them five-ish years ago in Ann Arbor. Interesting. Huh? They're still going. <laughs> They're still playing uh, 200 pop rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. Well, I think that'll that'll do it. That's clean. That's an hour and a half. Good. Yeah, I mean, we got some some stuff out there. What's funny is, and this is a little insider baseball, mm-hmm. I always get like really nervous when it comes to like album reviews because mm-hmm. I, I don't feel particularly like articulate when it comes to like analyzing lyrical content of albums and like here's what they're really trying to say yeah and i think that's almost impossible we maybe like we did that a little bit last week with jackson yeah um was that last week that was it last was. week yeah. yeah um but i think our conversation this week was fine yeah no, that, no that's no, always I'm, what happens yeah. i'm always nervous and then we're in it and i'm like oh damn i thought we were gonna like after like 20 minutes be like ah, oh, so um yeah. <laughs> right. But. No, I mean, in, it's mostly just intuition because you can't read into it too much and everybody has their own media yeah. for stuff. So it, uh, but no, yeah. No, we're good. <laughs> I mean, we're basically I, great. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my insight's stellar. It's like, this is <laughs> sick. I just like that chugging. They, yeah. they just do eight notes and then they add a little fill at the end. That's really um, what life's all about. Yes. Oh, but I, if we, if we were to go back 45 minutes in time, the kick drum on uh, Queens of the Stone Age is very distinctive to that type of music, too. It's not as uh, 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 sharp. It's just a kind of more, a boom, more of a thud. More of a boomy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I really contrasted th- with the typo negative, which yeah. is like, dun, dun. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I, I probably listen to more harder music than you, metal hardcore punk that sort of stuff where they kind of have it's almost like a click that yes. it is like a boom yeah i'm um, familiar i i know people like that are in like metal bands and i know that's like a big thing is like tuning the kick drum and getting that sound nerds. just right yeah especially with like the 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 double kick drum yeah. like the double pedal to get that yeah yeah get the fuck down oh. yeah yeah, that's fuck shit. down. This is GRPD. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Being a cop would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. That's the episode. <laughs>